0: Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, ran down Santa Claus Lane. fixing and fixing and old is reindeer yeah. pulling on the rays. Bells are ringing, children singing, all merry and bright. Hang your stocking, see your birds, cause Santa Claus comes tonight.
1: Welcome back to Joker Men. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) I hope old Saint Nick dropped down the chimney and brought you all the good... I I hope he brought you a, a brand new vinyl copy of Real Live. I hope he brought you... Uh, a copy of Good As I've Been To You on cassette. I hope you got everything that you wanted tucked into your stocking because you were a good little boy and or girl this year.
0: Good liter- little uh, Joker uh, boy or girl. Yes. Hello. We are here to bring another <laughs> gift. Um, <laughs> and you can hear our uh, elf. Uh, he's also with us. Um, yeah, that's anti-Semitic. Why? Because. Uh, why is that anti
1: Semitic? Maybe B- it, it's tropes. I don't know about that.
2: Uh, uh, no,
0: that's like. Yeah. Elf Elf is different. You know, Elf is not. Uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking Semitic. goblin. I'm sorry.
2: Yes, I'm you're sorry. Thinking, thinking of the, thinking the dwarf. Yes. And goblin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have our goblin accountant with us. It's, <laughs> it's our friend Ori. Hey, guys. Ori. Say hi to, to everyone in Christmas land. Hello,
1: Hello
2: jokerman Listeners and
1: uh, welcome, house. welcome to the welcome to the team. Uh,
2: why are we here?
0: It's because we're giving you a stocking stuffer episode, a little something bonus, s- something special uh, for you uh, and yours. And it's because our good friend Ori, tell just maybe we can give a, a hint. Where are you right now, Ori? Mm. What state I am
2: are you in? in a state that is southern. Um, mm-hmm. It has a peninsula. Mm-hmm. It starts with the letter F.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> I am at the tip of the state.
1: It's a very phallic yes. kind of description of the state. He's at the like tip. It is. It is, kind it of is. Phallic shape, it is definitely
2: it? a phallic state.
1: Ori is in Miami. As the locals call it, Miami. Uh, yeah, Miami. Miami. Excuse me. No, that's uh, that's what what you get from a gringo there. Uh, and he has just visited the Bob Dylan painting exhibition as part of whatever it was down there, right? Art Basel, like a month ago.
2: No, it's actually not part of Art Basel. Um, it
1: was, no, it's I not. Think... It's not part of Art Basel. Oh, all right. Art Basel. Basel yeah. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Monopoly. Um, <laughs>
0: Mr. Peanut and Mr. Monopoly. They told me that it's pronounced Basel.
2: <laughs> One says Basel. The other says Basel, you know. Yeah. And then the, uh, and the,
0: uh, the Muppets uh, who are really mean. What, what, what's their names again? Uh, the old guys. They went yeah. into the
2: burpee and Furby.
1: Yeah. Burton Ernie. No, not
2: the,
1: no, yeah. You know, <laughs> anyway, Ori has just seen basically, well, I mean, you're going to tell us or uh, everything that Bob Dylan has painted over the last X number of years, or at least a significant chunk of it. And not only his paintings, but like all of his artwork kind of in general. Um, and so you're here to, here to have a little fun with us and, and report on what you've just seen firsthand down there in Miami. Our man on the street,
2: yeah. our elf on the beach. Let me <laughs> elf on the beat. goblin on the beach. Yeah, um, goblin on the beat. Let me let me give let me give um, your listeners uh, some context, please. Um, I am here in Miami because I am visiting my boyfriend and his family for the first time. Mm. That's beautiful. They're from here. Beautiful story. Um, they had this whole itinerary planned for me. They broke it down day by day of stuff we were going to do um, and then Ian told me that this thing was happening here and I asked him if we could do that and my boyfriend thinks that Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen and Woody Allen are all the same person uh, and can you imagine Yeah, that, that would be the coolest um, guy ever <laughs> I'll take the
0: I'll take the Springsteen I'll take the, the head of Springsteen Mix and set up an attack and get a robot, commando. Can you imagine if that's what that song was about?
2: I showed him some uh, Woody Allen tweet you did, Evan, and he's like, "Is that Bob Dylan?" <laughs> but um, anyway, so I wanted to go to this exhibit not just to see the art, but also to see if like I could get him to maybe get Bob a little bit more because he's a painter. He's a painter, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Um, and. I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. The exhibit itself is in a, a building at a campus of Florida International University, mm-hmm. um, which is a one of the universities here. Um, it kind of reminds me of the Civics Arts Plaza uh, in Thousand Oaks, California. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Sure. I mean, it's like a, it's just like a big gray building.
1: I love that, and uh, that's a that's a signature Conejo Valley site. Yeah.
2: yeah, and they dedicated basically every um, room in this building to this art exhibit for the most part. Yeah. Besides, like, the small permanent collection they have.
1: I wonder why it was in uh, Miami. The the first version of this show, I, I believe, was in Shanghai in 2019. That's um, weird. Yeah, it, maybe it was Hong Kong or I don't know somewhere over there. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Shanghai. Uh, and then it was it ran there for some period of time, and then. Now it's here. Like, this is the next iteration of it. So I guess those and are... And there's,
2: there's also stuff in this show that I guess has never been seen before. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: It, yeah, um, so it's not all of uh,
0: Dylan's paintings. I mean, that would be probably impossible. But it is a great uh,
1: amount of them. Seems like a pretty comprehensive overview of a lot of different...
2: Okay, so you guys want to hear the, the time frame? Please, give it to us. Okay, so there's like 12 sketches that he made between... 1962 and 1971 or 1961 and 1972 Mm -hmm. um besides that everything else in the exhibit was made between 2007 and 2021 hell yeah this is (laughs) this is the jokerman exhibit right (laughs) and yes and half half of the work i would say is from 2020
1: and up wow so just like within the last like since the pandemic basically Man's been painting.
2: I guess. I mean, I'm probably fudging it a little bit. Like, it, I think there's definitely some paintings um, from 2017, you know, uh, 2019, but it felt very recent. Cool.
0: Can you tell yeah. me about some of these early sketches that were included in the collection? I know this is a uh, not a exactly a visual medium what we have here on well, this we'll podcast some, we'll post
1: some uh, some additional photos that, or you sent us some pictures already so we'll post some of those for folks to follow along at
2: home yeah i sent you some pictures i have this little booklet right here that i'm going to show you looks That looks great that
1: well
0: on the, the cover of the booklet right now, before but... you open it up oh yeah <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's it's a picture it's the picture of dylan on like the rolling thunder iconic uh, sort of semi-profile picture yeah, same, with the big same hat. picture
1: from bootleg five
0: that's right yeah yeah black
2: and um so his sketches are very um they're very much like shell silverstein beatnik inspired um and they're really funny uh i i can pull some up on my phone really quick but they're just like really simple black and white Uh, i don't want to say simple but they he probably did them quickly they're not like Fucking oil paintings. Sure, yeah. sure. We
0: have uh, some context for Dylan's simpler, uh, sketchy drawing style uh, on uh, Planet Waves. That's a good example, I think. Indeed, yes,
2: yes. There's this one here of a gasoline truck. I Can't, I can't really see s- shit. can't
0: see it, but yeah, I, you I can't trust
2: really
1: see you. It. All
0: right. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I see uh, it. I see it because I have it on. Uh, he sent it to us on on the chat. Oh, so, yeah, I see this gasoline that is, you can't describe that any other way than funny, actually. This is very <laughs> funny. Yeah,
2: it's 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 drawn as if he's looking through a wide-angle lens. Man, and
0: I, I love all this. All of his sketches
2: are, or not maybe all of them, but there's a few that are clearly from a perspective, first-person perspective, which is definitely a theme in a lot of his works.
0: Right. Man, these are great.
1: These, these ones are from what year or what years? Is so it 61 and 72, something like that, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. 61 to 72. And actually, a lot of these images were in uh, something called Writings and Drawings, which was a book of his lyrics, which was published in 1973. Yeah, I've
1: seen that before. I want to get a copy of that eventually. I love the one of this weird little man
0: with the with a hat, and he's holding like, holding a the cigarette or in the middle. Cigarette. Yeah, yeah, so it looks and, like a pilgrim. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, there's like funny <laughs> little. I mean, these are these something about these kind of uh, screams to me like they were done on
2: acid. There's a building with a s- smiling mouth. Yeah, there's and a, and two eyes. It's like
0: the <laughs> the river, like the the it's like the Hudson or the West Side High or the East Side. I mean the East River. Either one, there's a mouth on the on the city skyline. On the skyline, it's yes, got like yeah. sharp, pointy teeth.
1: And there's some folks sitting on like a park bench. It looks like that kind of wraps around uh, with like a trash can in front of them. Yeah, it looks like, Seward, down like Seward Park or, something. or
0: Washington Square or something. Yeah. There's a room with like <laughs> this kind of uh, funny looking. Ju- like jewish looking guy's face <laughs> on the bottom right corner just like a giant head floating in the room um that one's great uh that one's very and there's nice. one that's like a guitar slash harp slash w- w- it's uh like a mutant
1: guitar it's like a bass and a guitar like smashed together into the same instrument or something
0: looks like one of um moon dog's instruments or something
2: hmm uh, I was thinking Picasso, guitar. Yeah. It
0: it also has a bit of that, uh, like the three, the three musicians. Uh, is it is it three musicians or four? You know the one. Yeah, I think it's three. That's like my favorite painting. I think it's three of all time, maybe. Wow, such a good painting. Who wow. oh, no. knew? Picasso. I don't know if mm. you've ever heard of that.
1: Mm hmm. Got to look into that. Uh, so there's these drawings, and then there's also quite a bit more from more recent uh, recent efforts on his part, right?
2: Yeah. So um, there's drawings, and then it jumps to – I feel like the best way for me to talk about this is to just go with, with you chronologically about the exhibit. Please. So um, when you first walk in, uh, the exhibit is on two two levels. There's the first floor, and then on the second floor, there's two parts of it. On the first floor, the first thing you see on the right-hand side are a bunch of framed, handwritten lyrics of songs mm-hmm. with titles and then an illustration of an image from that song. Uh, yeah,
1: so these are actual Bob Dylan songs with an accompanying illustration that is based on the song itself.
0: I've seen some of these before. and Yeah, me too. I, I, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into actually critiquing or talking about these Works, but these are these ones are weird to me in a way because they're so literal in in That's some funny. way. Some of them are like so
1: literal. Like the late one that you sent is so good. it's literally just a woman sitting yeah, on I mean, a big brass bed.
2: It's it's literally exactly how you think of uh, that image in the song,
1: which is almost
0: disappointing. <laughs> how simple it is. It's just like. uh it almost like looks it. like somebody was. I like it too. He explained yeah. to somebody what to draw, and they did, they did it. Um, whereas those earlier sketches are, you know, very as one might expect for earlier Dylan artwork. There, they're more uh, surreal. This is like just uh, kind of straight
1: straightforward. I would listen, say. Listen, Bob Dylan changes. You may be aware of this, or you may not be aware of this, but he. He he evolves. Things things change throughout uh, throughout his career. He's going to change his artistic style just the way he changes. Yeah, it changes his
0: way of thinking. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: yeah. And these were all done at the same time in 2018.
1: Okay, all of these these uh, illustrations. Yeah, they there's almost-
2: no. Yeah, sorry. They
1: almost strike me as like exercises on Bob's part, just like yeah. very basic kind of like dimension shading, like portraiture work here and there. Like it, it seems like something he just kind of studies off in the afternoon. Yeah, Studies, studies
0: exactly. for other works. But it's also worth noting that accompanying those sketches is he hand wrote down the lyrics, the entire lyrics to those songs. Right. Which is, I mean, that's. Really, almost the more the more impressive thing to look at is just. I love Dylan's I love the hand changed written.
1: one of the guy looking over at the Hollywood sign. He's like, yeah, yeah. kind of looks Amazing. like like Clint Eastwood or something. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Yeah, there's also yeah. the one for Subterranean Homesick Blues. I think it's just kind of like a bland looking guy standing in the kitchen, like you know, he's mixing up the medicine or whatever. Right.
2: Yeah, for a hard for hard rain, he depicts. New York City engulfed in a giant wave.
1: That one is amazing. Um, that I one's crazy. That. It's clearly also
0: New York City, like in like current New York City. There's yeah, like, the main building yes. you can see there
1: is the is the, the Freedom, Freedom Tower downtown,
0: yeah. World Trade Center, uh, one. So we also have. I I just <laughs> want to jump around a little bit because I need a question answered. When you sure. see this wall, that is all of the note cards from Subterranean Homesick Blues. Are these reproductions? Yes.
2: Um to be honest I I didn't look at that. Okay. Information. <laughs> but what the um, hell are we paying you for? You're paying me <laughs> with exposure. Uh, um I don't think they are reproductions. I think they re- no. uh, they
1: look real to me because this has been exhibited elsewhere also. I, they 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 look real to me. And I, and I cuz I don't think uh, it's I don't think it's all of them either. Maybe it is. I haven't bothered to look at each and every one but I think it's like a selection of them. So it might just be like the ones that are still around. I don't know. I'm looking at it
2: now. So it says the the piece is called "Subterranean Homesick Blues Series. Yeah. 2018. So
0: they must be reproductions or they're new. Mm. But they are done by Dylan himself. He went... Are you telling me that Dylan in 2018 went through... And, and remade every one of those cards?
2: Yes, I am telling you that because, as um, wow. I will expound upon shortly, uh, that is a common refrain that he does, is revisiting subjects and just redoing them. Over well, I over didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's his songs.
1: <laughs> that's very good. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's... Um, okay, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. There's... um. An illustration called Train Tracks, which is just like if you could, if you think of like looking down a train track, and you're in a Bob Dylan song, Mm -hmm. that's what this illustration looks like.
1: It's like a series, right?
0: Yeah, you could you could mark it as NFTs now because there's a
1: blue one, there's an orange one. (laughs) Just those those will go real nice in your wall in your NFT wallet next to your Rifkin's Festival. In yeah, piece. Piece.
2: yeah,
0: that's my portfolio. Oh my I've got the Bob Dylan train tracks and I've got the Rifkins. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: so he he blows the sketch up and makes copies and then colors over it at different times of day. So he does like a sunset one. Oh, so it's the same it's one. the
1: same single sketch but he's like iterating on the sketch filling in like shading it coloring it differently.
2: Yeah, and he does this with multiple different ideas interesting there's the railroad tracks there's a a really great uh drawing of a corner of a room with a chair in the corner Mm -hmm. that he replicates there's a weird angle of part of a bicycle that he also um does a couple different versions of as well as different versions of uh, human figures and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um you know the focus is mostly on like quote-unquote mundane objects. Sure. It's really fascinating how he does to his art what he also does with his songs.
0: Yeah, that's uh, it's totally true, that he's sort of uh, taking these things and re recoloring them, coloring them in differently. Right. That's kind of what he always does. Uh, I didn't realize it was literally just, like, the same uh, print, and then he would go over it. It's kind yeah, of like either. he's maybe uh, influenced a little bit by... Uh, Andy Warhol mm. uh, perhaps mm-hmm. who's that he's a uh, another he's a
1: different musician
2: <laughs> he's a filmmaker right
1: yeah mostly mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah the the Empire State Building film
2: yeah exactly <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, there's also some of the some of Bob's ironwork can can you tell us a little bit about that because I'm particularly fascinated with this aspect of his artistic output
0: you are is that,
2: is that yeah
1: so? it is so I think it's awesome
0: oh
2: um, he basically just, I mean, they, they didn't really strike me so much to be honest. Um, but he basically takes like random objects made of iron and assembles them together in these giant,
1: almost like um, mandala looking thing. sort yeah. of things. These ones are not very good to me, but I like that he does it. I think they're cool. Wrenches and horseshoes and chains and shit, and like spurs all welded together. Like, this is this is badass. He
2: built, he built like a stand up table with two chairs, with and the base of the table was these giant gears and stuff. Yeah,
0: I saw that and I was like, wow, this is something that, like, um. The Janice Soprano would think is really cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, it feels very like Malibu. It's like
0: somebody. It art. it's so yeah. close to being just god awful. Like if it wasn't, yeah. If it wasn't Dylan, I would be like, man. I think this- it's.
1: It's just, it's such, like, an unexpected kind of, like, element of Bob as an artist, uh, you know, someone who, obviously, singer, songwriter, performer, and then painter and stuff, but this is such, like, a, this is, like, so physical, so, like, so, like, hard and, like, tactile and, like, you know, like, literally, you can grip it in your hands, you gotta move this shit around, you gotta use a soldering iron and stuff, like, this is... A whole other dimension
0: it's true and uh i don't mean to totally rip on uh the the pieces here i i just uh, i think that it makes sense when dylan does it uh as he i read you know some of the copy some of his quotes are on the walls in the pictures you sent and um i don't know if i have it uh to read directly from verbatim yeah i've but, got
1: one of the quotes right here i've been around iron all yes. my life ever since i was a kid i was born and raised in iron ore country where you could breathe it and smell it every day and i've always worked with it in one form or another bob dylan from mood swings 2013
0: bob dylan yeah. who, he's i've
1: always worked with iron he's always worked in one <laughs> one in way one, in one form, form or another, or another. <laughs>
0: That's, yes. that's such a funny quote. Uh, uh, you know I've, I've always sort of been an, uh, an iron worker <laughs>
1: uh, he's also got this Can't. this quote from uh, uh, the same show gates appeal this is above a big big ass gate. Gates appeal to me because of the negative space they allow. They can be closed but th- at the same time they allow the seasons and breezes to enter and flow. They can shut you in or shut you out. And in some ways, there is no difference. It's such an ominous ending to that, <laughs> that quote. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, it really do be like that.
0: Um, yeah, there's some of his uh, to, just to move forward into the more recent work. Um, I suppose I I don't know about you guys. I became aware of Dylan as a painter. I think sometime in maybe around like 2010, or it's sometime like in the mid 20. 2000s. Mm -hmm. And that seems to have been a fairly, it seems like a fairly consistent thing for him, his style. Although I would say recently it's developed quite a bit to become a bit more uh, uh, realistic in some ways. You know, incorporating a lot
1: more depth. He seems more technically proficient.
0: Yeah.
2: That's exactly what my said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, He said Dylan was technically proficient, (laughs)
2: <laughs> he was, I mean, he was analyzing, not that he necessarily liked uh, his more, quote unquote, technically proficient paintings better. Uh, apparently, he did this thing where he would outline every shape. And I guess as a painter, you're not really supposed to do that no. um, from like an academic point of view. Like it's more technically proficient if you can blend colors together. Um and at a certain point, there's a few, uh, for a couple of years, he switched to oils and my boyfriend pointed out, he didn't really do a good job with that. He was working in acrylic before. Um, but I guess with oils, he wasn't able to like use the paint in a way that really popped from the canvas. Mm-hmm. And then after those two years though, he switched back to acrylic, which, was which is what he was painting, I guess, before the oils mm-hmm. and that, and then he stayed with that. And then. His recent paintings over the past couple of years are, you know, extremely, extremely well done yeah. from a technical point of view, um, and he's always had a really great eye for composition.
0: That's that's the like, case, I think. But I, I personally, for my taste, I would say I like the sketchier, simpler, um, less realism-based work of his. Um, yeah, but. I, I think some other people are like, wow, this, this is better. You know, these more, uh, these flashier ones that incorporate more depth and light and shadow. And, um, some of which are
1: pulled from film stills. Many of which have seen yeah, online. One of them in particular was from like a Chantal Ackerman film.
2: One, one of them is from urban cowboy. Right. One of them is from something called Florida keys, which is, Hey,
1: you know,
2: oh, key
1: West. It's the place yeah, to be. Exactly. If you're looking for immortality. Taxi yeah. driver. There's one. There's there's a uh, there's something like very uh, Edward Hopper uh, about a lot of this stuff to me. I I have a very limited yeah. uh, painting uh, vocabulary. I don't pretend to know really the first thing about it. But uh, Hopper's always been one of my favorites, and you know, Bob is much more. Uh, these later paintings, at least, are are much more detailed than a lot of Hopper. Um, but uh, it, it's similar kind of vibe, feeling, subject. It's Americans in sort of like classical, you know, American sort of settings from the mid 20th century. You're at gas stations, you're at pool halls, you're at restaurants, you're at bars, you're at the boardwalk on Coney Island. It's like very, um, you know, a, a very, very classical yeah, American. It's based kind of in
0: Americana and then leans into a sort of. A Less less successfully than I mean he's no Edward Hopper of course uh, not he's
1: Bob Dylan. (laughs) uh,
0: There are attempts and stabs at that. uh, What Hopper is well known for is being sort of uh, having a transcendental kind of uh, bent to to those pictures that they um, they suggest a sort of spiritual longing or loneliness, um, and Dylan seems interested in that, but not as. There's a little bit of like a knowingness, I think, to his paintings or uh, to to Dylan's work. A little bit of a a more of a sense of casualness uh, in how he chooses to present that. Uh, Part of that being literally just picking stills from certain films. From movies, yeah. But we should get into that now. There's some people who are like basically just uh, complaining and bitching and moaning. And they're people
1: who are firmly on the pay no mind list. Everyone who has anything to complain about, pay no mind.
0: I just want to say, do you really think that this guy's doing it for the money? He just sold his whole catalog of music for $300 million. People
1: on the internet use it as a tool to complain to the manager, even though there isn't actually a manager reading any of their complaints. And those type of people are best avoided and ignored at all costs. Can't you just be happy for him? Some of these paintings are pretty nice. He's having a good time. It was fucking the pandemic. What did you expect him to do? He couldn't go out there and, and you know get on the road. You certainly wouldn't have wanted him to do that and do a quote unquote super spreader event. Also, now you're mad these at him for paintings.
0: paintings are all, all from good movies. He has good taste in movies. It's more than you've ever done writing your fucking letterbox review that you spent <laughs> forty five minutes on. Uh, you know, you, this guy he painted a whole picture showing his devotion to the silver screen and the movies.
1: Very rude, very rude to Bob Dylan, who's just trying to honor one of the great American art form's movies. Yeah, popcorn, soda.
2: <laughs> I would like to uh, slightly um, correct one of my previous statements. So um, the titles of these paintings, obviously the subject matter is all for movies, but the titles are... Um, it's not clear what movie they're from. Per se, so the painting for is called Florida Keys, but I'm not sure what movie that is from, mm-hmm. but it's a bunch of men on a beach
1: that's what we that's what we love to see. yeah, men on a beach. Yeah, I really like the one the the, the other ones that uh, we haven't touched on at least from the the suite that you sent us are are these couple like really kind of big, like triptych sort of things of the American Southwest. There's the ones of uh, the Joshua trees. and then there's this other one of like a car kind of like. Driving down a highway into a distance, very. Oh yeah, that
2: one. That one's beautiful. That that one's not a triptych. It's just a giant, giant canvas painting of a very classic 1950s car driving into. Wait, the I thought it was Isn't three. It, it's, it three looks like it's, it's three panels. panels. Um, no. Wait. I'm yes, looking I'm looking at, at, looking at it, it, it right three now. <laughs> so what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: It's three panels. It's separate.
2: Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Look at the sun in that middle one. Yeah, though. I mean, that's it's, beautiful. How does he... Incredible. Have... Yeah. It's fantastic. What's that it's, one called? It, it looks like the light is leaping off the page. Yes. Canvas. The page. It's fantastic. Uh, it looks like it's called...
1: It looks like it's called Monument Valley, as far as I. Right. Like. If you zoom in there real close, uh, some Monument Valley there over yeah. in Utah, the big kind of like you know, classical John Wayne American West, uh, you know Western The Searchers kind of uh, rock formation. Yeah, it's
0: this glorious blazing orange. Uh, this car dead center, uh, and it's so centered that it it you can't help but feel that this is I think a spiritual painting. You know, it has kind of um, a more than reality type of feeling it's like uh yeah it, it's a symbolic image I think for Dylan
1: is the sun is the sun setting is the sun rising
0: I it doesn't the sun matter is uh, the sun is you it? say
1: the sun is setting
0: I think the yeah. sun's setting yeah but the sun could be rising sun could be rising uh but it's not above it's <laughs> a a great quote from Dylan I believe that the key to the future is in the remnants of the past, that you have to master the idioms of your own time before you can have an identity in the present tense. Your past begins the day you were born, and to disregard it is cheating yourself of who you really are. Bob Dylan, The Beaten Path, 2016.
1: Well said, Bob. Ori, how many stars for the Bob Dylan painting exhibition?
2: Obviously, three stars. Three stars. Fantastic. I agree.
1: Me too. Based on these iPhone pictures that you texted us, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, the, some of like the Joshua Tree triptych is kind of like also Malibu Dad art gallery. And there's a couple yeah, other ones. Yeah, yeah, but it's cool but because like, Bob Dylan did it. Uh, it yeah, is, exactly. and and I'm
0: looking at some of these yeah. other uh, ones from the films, and you know, it's true. He really has developed, and hope you know he'll continue to develop as a painter, and uh, that's exciting. And also, there's one. That is of the uh, Orpheum Theater, and it says uh, "Broken <laughs>
2: Bells" is playing on October twenty fourth. Yes. So good!
0: <laughs> An
1: incredible snapshot of a very particular moment in time when Broken Bells was a band that was playing shows. Uh, what? What did Chris like it?
2: He did. He liked it. He liked his paintings. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna like his music anytime soon. But. <laughs>
0: what a weird way to get into Bob Dylan <laughs> be like well I liked his paintings <laughs> and then I've heard that he also made music <laughs> but that's beca- that's what that's what can happen because Bob's a man of uh, many talents he's a man of many moods he contains multitudes bingo beautiful Jokerman she <laughs> So titrage